Mark and Paul checking in. Next Monday is November. Crying out loud. That that happened fast. 54 degrees downtown. Going to see 66 today. So Joe Biden yesterday, he meets the Pope. Uh Uh-huh. And there's like 30 people there in that picture. Not one of them have a mask on. (laughs) Science. (laughs) Not one. Uh Uh-huh. He, he does a news conference in the United States. He walks up to the podium, and there's nobody around, and he's got a mask on. Mm-hmm. Here he meets one of the most frail individuals in the world. He's two feet from his face, shaking his hand, and there's no masks on either one of them. Mm-hmm. And they're whining about the COVID thing. And that's why you have some people that don't believe. I took a picture today of the sticker on the gas pump. <laughs> it was awesome. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. They need to put that in the end zone of the NFL football stadiums. Last night, I watched the Packers game, and uh, I was watching it until in the end zone, they have across the back of the end zone, uh, end zone, uh, end racism. You know, they painted that in Mm -hmm. both of them. And I thought, well, why don't they put some other messages in there? Like, um, let's end drug use, Mm -hmm. end crime, uh, end... uh, End sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. How about end cop killing? Mm -hmm. We could put all kinds of things in football stadiums all across the country, but they have end racism in there. So I shut it off. Yeah. Shut it off. Don't blame you. If you are Facebook friends with me, I shared the picture of one of the dog houses that's going to be there tonight that the road dogs built. Tomorrow night. Or tomorrow night. And that's going to to take a couple of people to lift as well. Folks, I I get the impression we're going to have a couple of really, really big (laughs) doghouses. And you know where there is no racism? Sports stadiums. None. You could go to sports stadiums and and you will see more people come together as one at a sports stadium than you will anywhere in America. You You don't see people stand up and yell at somebody that is no. that is a different skin color when they score a touchdown. Oh my gosh, they hug and kiss and high five and buy beer and there there is no evidence anywhere in a sports stadium in America of that. By the way, sports stars in America are not going to be happy with Joe Biden and the Democrats. Really? No. Not going to be happy with him at all. Um I was I was trying to read here about the Pope. I wanted to see if the Pope uh, was a chicken crap and brought did uh, brought up abortion with Joe Biden. I'll bet you he didn't. You bet you're right. And he should have. That's his job. He should have brought that up first thing. First thing. Joe Biden's only the second Catholic president in U.S. history. Goes to Mass every weekend. President Trump went to church every weekend, too. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. <laughs> they they didn't, didn't care. No, didn't care. He's a man of faith. The other one was John F. Kennedy. He was Catholic. And then that's where the article stops. No questions about uh, his Catholicism in front of the Pope about the abortion issue. None whatsoever. They didn't even bring it up in the article. They're not going to bring it up. They don't want Americans to know about a hypocrite Mm-mm. that we got in there. 
But by the way, getting back to the uh, athletes and, and th- so forth, yesterday, you know, this big trillion-dollar bill that they're trying to pass that we can change the weather as long as we tax billionaires. That's all we've ever needed in the history of the world. We didn't realize it until just a few weeks ago that the only thing we need to change weather is just to be able to tax wealthy people. Once we tax, we'll control temperatures, water levels, sea levels, hurricanes, tornadoes, droughts. We'll control all of that. And it's funny, it took so many years for science to finally come up with the answer, and we came up with it, the tax billionaires. Well, they've abandoned that now. They're not going to do a billionaire tax anymore. And how how the billionaire tax was going to work was they were going to tax billionaires on their asset value growth every year like you would tax a capital gains. Only, even if it's unrealized, if they still experience the growth they were going to get taxed. So, in other words, uh, Jeff Bezos has Amazon or somebody like that. And um, their company's worth $100 billion. All right. Through growth and natural attrition of business value and so on and so forth, the following year, say their business was worth $110 billion, even though they haven't sold it yet. They were going to tax that $10 billion of growth that year, just like they would a capital gains tax if you were to sell your house. And they would do that every year. Now, my question for that would have been, okay, what if the value goes down? Are they going to get a tax rebate? Um, And of course, this would have been a logistical nightmare for the Internal Revenue Service, of which they want to hire another 100,000 workers to go after you people, because 100,000 workers in the IRS means money, and it means another thing, 100,000 Democrat votes, because they pay them well, and they're federal workers, and they get them on the roll. But anyway, so they knew that that was going to be a logistical nightmare to be able to do that. And folks, there's only 640 billionaires. That's it. 640 in America. And and those 640 were going to change the weather. See, that's part of the climate. Jet. That's that's They were going to change the weather. And this is something you should be teaching your high schoolers. How a tax is going to change temperatures, flood levels, all kinds of stuff. Uh, the S, the, um, the uh, ultraviolet levels, all those kind of things. A tax will do that. So now, now they've gone to a different animal. They dropped the billionaire tax. Now they're going to go to, they want to use a surtax. And everybody's going, well, what's, what's a surtax? A surtax is an additional tax on top of the current rate that you pay above a certain level. For instance, during Obamacare... When they passed Obamacare, folks, there was a surtax that was put in there. And a lot of people don't know this. But there was a surtax in there on real estate transactions. There was a surtax in there on rent income, rental income. The surtax for that, for instance, was 3% above your regular tax rate. 
for rental income, for instance. Well, now they're going to a surtax, and the surtax is going to be above on people who earn now $10 million. All right? The additional surtax is going to be an additional 3% on anybody that makes grosses now $10 million. And the surtax will jump higher, will go to 5% if you make $25 million. Now, let's look at the NBA, the NFL, and Hollywood. (laughs) The very supporters of Joe Biden. And look who he's targeting. Yeah. Now, if Donald Trump would have done that, and this would have unfairly taxed NBA players. There would have been major you know what fits mm. around the country for targeting a particular group of athletes. Right. So let's take let's take somebody in the NBA, which is about all of them that make ten million bucks. There probably isn't a starter on the NBA team anywhere that doesn't make $10 million now. Okay, so their top tax rate is 33% that the feds get of their $10 million. Now, since they're at $10 million, they're going to have to pay another 3% on top of that. So 33% of $10 million is $3.3 million that they're paying to the federal income tax already. Now they're going to be at 36%. So now they're going to go to $3.6 million. Now, it jumps higher than that. If you're like LeBron James and Zion and Kevin Durant and and uh, uh, God and the rest of them there in the NBA that are above $25 million, they're going to see a surtax, and this is to companies, businesses in the United States, individuals that have a gross income now. They're going to see another 5% tax on top of their already tax that they're paying, a 5% surtax above $25 million. So if LeBron or somebody's making $25 million and they're at the 33% rate, keep in mind this is just feds. This is in state. Right. So LeBron's paying $8 million in federal income tax. Well, wait a minute. Now he's going to get another 5% Biden tax on top of that. And that's what we should call it is the Biden tax or the Democrat tax. So, right. so they know exactly where it came from. Now he's going to have to pay 38%. So he's going to end up paying another 5% of $25 million uh, worth of income. Wow. Same with the Hollywood actors. Same with all the big Democrat donors out there. You know what this is going to do to Zuckerberg and Gates and and uh, Elon Musk and all the other wealthy Democrats? Because Democrats are the wealthiest people in the country. Right. You can look at any avenue you want to look at, 
And people don't believe that. Oh, no. The Democrats are the wealthiest. They're the wealthiest actors. They're the wealthiest athletes. They're the wealthiest business owners. They are the wealthiest people are Democrats. And people don't re- people think that the Republicans, they always say rich Republicans. The Republicans are the blue collar people of the country. That's right. So that's what they're looking at now. Only they've dropped, uh, they've dropped full paid family leave from the U.S. government. And this has people like Ocasio-Cortez and they're having a fit about (laughs) dropping these programs. So they got a real mess on their hands uh, trying to work all that out. But that's where they went. They decided to drop the billionaire tax. So now a surtax will change the weather even more, which is good. Um, And we should have done this, folks, many, many years ago if we would have known that taxes on wealthy people could have changed our weather. Let me tell you something about wealthy people. If wealthy people knew that spending money would change the weather, the wealthy people would have done it many years ago and made money by doing it. You're right. Spending money isn't going to change the weather, or they would have already done it, and they would be very wealthy. And kids in school think that spending money and taxing people is going to change the weather. And they're dumb. Um, If you put it in layman terms like that so people can hear it, it actually makes it sound absurd. Uh, But they never present it that way. They manipulate you through their news reporting and through everything else that to, to teach you to believe something by using clever terminology and catchphrases and and that kind of crap. Well, and then telling you the story enough times where after a while, a lot of people say, oh, it must be true because I've heard it so much. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's where they're at now on that bill is the, uh, is the surtax. Democrats are getting low marks. Uh, yes, they are. I told Mark, folks, we it's too bad the election wasn't this November, which would be next week. There's fights going on all over the country now because of the vaccine mandates. Article today on city police, garbage men, all kind of workers in New York City that are going to go on strike and are quitting work. That place, folks, is a cesspool. Their mayor is a disgrace to the United States of America. Uh, I wrote something about him yesterday and his uh, getting rid of advanced and accelerated courses in all their schools because he said it promotes segregation. So, uh, oh, what, what a wreck we have here school board member who didn't know the mic was still on who used an f-bomb at a parent over a zoom meeting the other night didn't know the mic was hot again last night where at in in billings or uh no this is in california oh well good yeah and uh she introduced the speaker who was against what the school board was doing with the masks and thought her mic was off and said oh god here we go It's easier to deal with people like that when you just tell each other up front, look, I know you don't like me, <laughs> and there's nothing I'm going to say or do here tonight's going to make you like me any better. In fact, there's an outside chance you're going to like me even less. Big news yesterday, Montana marked our very first flu case in 18 months. How is that possible? 
Uh, I don't know. Last year, there was no flu. Yeah, right. Uh, zero. Now we've got our first one. It was a child in uh, Flathead County. Not one flu case in Montana since April of 2020. Mm-hmm. Not one. Not one case of flu, folks. Not one. Not possible, but okay. Mm-hmm. Not one. Hospitals around the area had 134 people in the hospitals because of COVID, and 30 of them have been vaccinated. They, um, they're approving, you know, the vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds. And uh, they tested, uh, tested 5,000 children. 3,500 of them were actually given the vaccine. 1,500 of them were given the placebo. Okay. Which, first of all, what what kind of parent would um, let them experiment on your 60-month-old child by injecting them with a COVID-19 shot? Parents that believe in it, parents believe the entire line that we've gotten since this COVID thing started, I don't know where the parents paid. You know, people would do it for money. We we never hear that, do we? No. How were these people recruited for the study? Um, were these desperate people? Were these desperate people? You know, if that's the case, these people are scoundrels. These people are as low as they can low. If people are down on their luck and they have a 60-month-old child and they're struggling... And they offered them money to conduct a medical experiment on their child. And they they used their situation to do that. That, that to me, that that is as low as a human being could get. Taking advantage of somebody like that to experiment on your child with a vaccine that you have no idea what it's going to do to their child. But you know they're desperate. You know that if you make them an offer high enough, they're going to sacrifice the life of their child for you for money. That, folks, that that to me. So anyway, 3,500. And they, they felt that it was safe enough to where they could declare it safe to be used. Now, they don't know any long-term effects. None. Zero. None. They know about the heart problems in boys. Mm-hmm. They know about that, but very low occurrence. But they do know that there's heart problems. And they're saying, well, it will do good because uh, it will protect a child. But not only that, protect those most vulnerable from the disease from picking it up from their child. Well, wait a minute. Those people were supposed to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. See? See, they, they are... They reverse course every day on this. Those people were supposed to be vaccinated. And those people then, from what you people told us from all of your studies and your science, those people were supposed to be protected. So they're already protected. It doesn't matter if their child has it. They were protected. Mm -hmm. They got the vaccine. In fact, they got one dose and then they got two doses and now they got three doses all within 10 months. They're protected. They were already protected, right? 
if what you told us is so true. They were protected. They did. We didn't have to worry about them spreading it, and we didn't have to worry about them catching it, and we sure as hell didn't have to worry about them dying, right? Because that's what they told us. Even though in Yellowstone County, over the last two months, more people have died from COVID who have been vaccinated than unvaccinated. So now they're telling us, give it to a 60-month-old. We checked 3,500 kids. We, we talked them into this experiment, and we found out so far, within the last couple months, so far they're doing fine. But we needed to protect the other people who are vulnerable, who have already been vaccinated. And, and we know now about the Delta variant. The COVID-19 shot protects you against COVID-19. It's not necessarily giving you the efficacy rate on the Delta variant like it did the COVID-19 variant. And as you listen to the uh, expert that we played weeks ago who developed the vaccine along with the other major scientists of the nation... The Delta variant was developing in people who were vaccinated because the spike protein is different and it mutated and they were actually spreading it. That's misinformation. No, well, I can play you the gosh dang phone call Mm -hmm. or the interview if you want to hear it then because it's not. But so... So they stuck these 3,500 kids, and uh, they just feel at this point that it, it's okay. Um, that's, that's great testing in science, isn't it? I, I, would, I, wanna, I want to talk to these people who volunteered their children. That's what I want to. We'd never get that information. Why did you do it? How much were you paid? Mm-hmm. What did they tell you? What did they inject into your child? Did they inject the actual vaccine that's going to be given? Or did they give you a lower dose to see, first of all, how your blood was reacting? Did they constantly draw blood from your 60-month-old and and examine it over the weeks to see what was going on? All of these kind of things. Why would you suscept your child to those kinds of experiments for that i just don't get it we can grow meat in a dish Mm -hmm. we ought to be able to take blood and use it in a laboratory and and put the vaccine into the blood rather than the person but then you're not going to get a true reaction there's no organs and things in that blood I, I don't uh, I don't understand a lot of that part of the science and the experimenting that goes with it, but I, I did it sounds awful to me. Um, there were some things that we found out about fauci that should make this country sick. Uh, they were using they were experimenting with covid and so forth on dogs. O'Reilly had this and uh, making the dogs attack one another, bite one another, uh, to try to pass it on into the other dogs. And so, and you know, again, using dogs, what a creep. Who would do that? We're going to see 500 people, at least at our banquet, Mark, who love their dogs. Can you imagine them doing that to dogs? What a villain. 
I don't I don't know how doctors can make an ethical decision on a medical decision on a 60-month-old child with such a very, very small sample and such a very limited time of uh, analysis and uh, the regular procedures that they go through in such a short amount of time. Remember, folks, this vaccine wasn't even being used one year ago. One year ago, October, President Trump was standing up there telling everybody, we're on the cusp of a vaccine. We hope to have it out in December. And the Democrats and the press, you can't develop a vaccine that quick. It's too dangerous. I'm not taking the Trump shot over my dead body, blah, blah, blah. And now we're going to inject it into 60-month-old babies, and we haven't even started enough research and testing on that to make sure that it's safe and what are the democrats doing they're telling everybody we want your parakeet vaccinated your dog (laughs) your mother your grand we want to dig everybody up in the ground and give dead people shots we i mean listen to them mark i know and 10 months ago listen to them 10 months ago this was like plague the vaccine was worse than the disease if you listen to these people at ktv covid in billings and all the other news media outlets and all these politicians it was it was worse than the plague you were better off drinking turpentine than you would be taking the trump vaccine i will never use that on my children and now now they're injecting them into babies that are 1800 days old They just got away from the temperature that their mother had, and they're going to inject them with this after testing 3,500 kids who we don't know what kind of condition they were in. We don't know about their health. We don't know if these kids at 60 months were obese, if they had immune problems, if they had childhood cancers, if they have heart problems. Nothing. We know nothing about that. They're just telling us, you can trust us here at the FDA and the CDC. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. Hey, you want to do it? Then absolutely do it. It's your call. But you can't force people to do it. Shouldn't be able to, no. You can't have a superintendent of schools like we have in School District 2 telling you the best medical procedure that needs to be done on your children who has no background in it well it's what i've read and what people have told me that doesn't fly when it comes to medicine my son's a surgeon they're not they're not letting my son go out and practice surgery yet he's 30 years old he's been in medical school now for for God, I don't know, eight years of training and surgery and clinicals and still going, and they still won't let him go out and do anything yet. They've tested kids for three and a half weeks on this vaccine, <laughs> and and they already know. So 
And like I mentioned earlier in the week, folks, and, and I know you don't like me to hear uh, talk about this. I, you know, hey, you're on the air for 35 years. Some things you're going to talk about more than once. But um, the decision is ultimately yours. And people who are not qualified should not make those decisions. Not a mayor, not a county health director who has a degree in business and public health, got it in seven semesters from any podunk university you want to go to, or a superintendent of schools, or a mayor, or a governor that have no background on this, no family history of your particular medical problems, nothing, never done a physical exam on you. One size does not fit all in medicine. We know that. They don't have the right to make those decisions. And that's why people around the country are all quitting. All quitting. If you feel vulnerable, you have the right to protect yourself. uh, Like we've mentioned before. But they sure have reversed course a lot on that. Uh, The people who have been vaccinated apparently are not protected. Right. Otherwise, there'd be no worry. If those people have got the shot, absolutely none. You have got the shot. You got nothing to worry about. Well, look at Joe Biden and the Pope. No masks, talking to each other. He's even got God on the Pope's side, and he still wears a mask once in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, but not yesterday. Uh, not in that meeting. That's another thing they had to put in the end zones of the football stadium. Let's go, Brandon. They had to put that in the end zones. <laughs> All this... Well, this this is impossible. This, this is impossible, Mister Mr. Haven. You you don't know what you're talking about. You're so dumb. It's a, it's climate. It's fossil fuels that have done it. We've never seen fires. And uh, listen to this. Here's a story today, folks, out of California. Native Americans in the United States are making progress towards restoring their ancient practice of treating lands with fire. What? (laughs) Do you know the impact on global climate change that smoke has and fire? Listen to this. Where have you heard this? For thousands of years, and this is what I've reiterated over and over again, for thousands of years, indigenous peoples set fires to clear forest floors of the undergrowth. It supported foods. Starting in the 1900s, though, federal policy, Democrats, made these activities illegal. Well, that disrupted the tribe's hunter-gatherer lifestyle. And it built up fuels that feeds wildfires. No, it doesn't, Mr. Mushaben. That doesn't. That's not reason why. The reason it is that we don't tax billionaires enough. That's why these fires are burning. Oh no, sweetheart. We have let fuel and growth in this country get out of control through liberal policies. That's right. The the Native Americans folks used to burn all of Oklahoma, Nebraska. Kansas. They lit the damn things. 
They were burning states at a time. There were fires thousands of years ago, folks, that you can't even imagine. Well, you're wrong, Mr. Methaben. We've done a lot of research on this, and we found that they're more devastating than ever. Um, billions and billions of dollars of damage. It's burning down our skyscrapers and our homes. It's a, we're talking, Mark, I know. we're talking to people who are incoherent. Well, you, you, can't, you can't be reasonable with unreasonable people. Maybe they'll believe them now. Maybe they'll believe us now that the Native Americans have said it. It built up fuels that fed wildfires in recent years. They're still getting opposition from burning it, though, from a jittery public. They should have said from people who have gone to college. (laughs) That's what they should have said there. You're right. (laughs) Not a jittery public. People who went to college who were told why these are burning. They're burning because we didn't tax millions. But that's changed this week. Climate change now a result of no surtax. That's It's the result today of what climate change is. No surtax. Native leaders said their fires were carefully planned and well executed and hope to burn larger areas now in their historical territory. Well, they can't do that. The impact on the environment. So what have farmers and ranchers been doing for years? Grazing that very undergrowth in the forest and the foothills. And what did the Democrats do? They stopped them. They stopped Native Americans from burning. And they stopped ranchers from grazing and harvesting that grass under those large growth trees and so forth. Because see... All of these people that are here, they they didn't go to college. <laughs> they don't know what they were taught by the people who happened to get the spot in the college and start indoctrinating future generations. Yep. Yep, folks. Massive wildfires in those days, in floods, as I have talked about before, that were... So you and I can't even fathom the ferociousness of these storms and hurricanes that formed the Everglades and the dried up the seas and created the deserts and so forth that were not done because we didn't have a surtax. Mm. If we could have, damn it, Mark, if we could only had a surtax, why hell Africa would still be hooked onto us here? If we'd only had a surtax, because this is what's going to change the climate, you know, is the surtax. But you... People who think like that, you didn't go to the right professor. (laughs) You didn't have the right educator Uh who taught you the real reason. Taught you about the dirty conservatives in this country that believe in the Constitution and things like that. They're the reason we have this warming problem. In and out burger. (laughs) Yep. For thousands of years, thousands of years, these people would burn half the United States up. And it's a story today. And AP ran it today. That's what's even more impressive, Mm -hmm. is that story. We'll have to see. We'll just have, folks, we'll just have to sit here and wait and see so we know how to teach our children. Um, we won't have a real good answer yet on when our temperatures will be perfect 
until we find out how large the tax is and how many people it affects. As soon as we get that information, uh, as soon as we get the tax increase and get this bill passed, then we'll be able to give you the information on how much snow we'll have, um, what the ultimate temperature is supposed to be, and when changes on this wonderful, beautiful planet that we have will stop. Uh, we won't know any of that until we get the final tax numbers in. And I didn't go to college. <laughs> First news coming up, 10 minutes after 6. If you were unable to attend the only concert that they've allowed at the taxpayer-funded baseball stadium in Billings when they promised there would be many, John Mellencamp, Open for Bob Dylan. And there was another band that was on in front of Mellencamp. And supposedly Harrison's uh, Ford's son was in it, and he was in attendance wearing sunglasses and a hat. Flew his own plane up from uh, Wyoming to see the kid in action. And there was a longer, there was a longer encore between when Mellencamp got done and when Bob Dylan went on, because apparently Bob Dylan wandered off and they found him just walking around down by North Park. <laughs> and John Mellencamp got enough hits. He can do a three-hour show, but he only did an hour, and he didn't do this one. And some lady standing by me that I did not know turned around and said, Hey, why didn't he do Jack and Diane? <laughs> How would I know? <laughs> hmm. Did you um, did you ask Joyce about the, his drummer? No. Mm. Paul, by the time I got to Joyce, the Woo sisters were in action. I know it. I, I know it, Mark. <laughs> they were already gone. Woo! Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, now that I think about it, your sister, your sister Diane told me that she had saved me and my daughter seats at their table. But it didn't occur to me till just right now. <laughs> That's so we could sit by Joyce. <laughs> they knew. Oh, yeah. Oh, they knew. <laughs> oh, Virginia's found out that if you raise taxes, you t- raising taxes will prevent the sea from rising in Virginia Beach. Hmm. Yeah, they got a $560 million bond they're going to vote on that will stop the seas from rising. That's good. Mm. Americans are stupid. Mm-hmm. All we got to do is have higher taxes and we can stop all this. Did you go to that concert? Yeah. Did you? Perfect concert for me because I'm not a fan of Bob Dylan, so I got to leave when Mellencamp was done. Mm-hmm. The first one out, no traffic jam, home early while the sun was still up. That's right. I got a mess over here. Yeah, well, there's a lot of moving parts to an auction in Gala, so. 